Hey there! Every month, Annie has a call with our Path365 members and answers their questions. She tackles a wide range of topics from what to do with big emotions, what kinds of tips and advice she has for addressing difficult situations, how to deal with cravings, and so much more. Listen in as she does some real-life coaching for our Path members. And she says, I completed nine months of the February 2022 PATH course, and I stopped drinking from February through January. Yay. But I picked up drinking the last two months. How can I address this in coaching calls? I'm worried if I talk openly about going back to drinking, it will mislead other members into thinking the program didn't work for me. And I don't want to take anything away from their hopefulness. Okay. So hello, this is the sweetest, most thoughtful question I think I have ever gotten. And I think that's just amazing. Like what an incredible question. So around here, we are so much more in tune with how you feel than your behavior. So it is not like somewhere where if you slip or if you have a data point or if you have months and months of data points, that that's ever going to be judged or looked at negatively. Because the important thing and, and honestly, and I'm going to go so far as to say this, and I think this is like a little bit radical, but I really believe it. I care so much more that you feel peaceful than if you're drinking or not drinking and whatever that ends up being for you. So I'm going to say it this way. If you are not drinking and yet miserable and stuck in the feelings of I'm missing out I feel deprived. I don't feel like I can socialize with my friends. I feel outside of things. And you're white knuckling it. That for me is a failure. Like that's that's not what we're trying to get to. And in my own journey, I felt so strongly that if that was my option to do what I'd done every single time I'd taken a break from alcohol, feel like I was missing out, feel like I was outside of everything, feel like you know, life was just kind of flat and dull. I feel like the number one thing that was important to me in my life was I was not letting myself do it. I was basically on an alcohol diet. If that was the choice between living like that or drinking, I was going to choose drinking. Now in the path, there's a totally radically different choice and different way. So when we actually focus on our emotion and how we're feeling, then we're able to like rewire our brain and our subconscious and our behavior takes care of itself. Here's the reality. You as a human being can be totally and completely trusted with your own behavior from a place of wanting or not wanting. That doesn't feel true right now because we've gotten very confused both physiologically in our bodies and psychologically in our minds to confuse alcohol with something we truly want. But when we take away that pressure, when we awaken self-compassion, when we go into the pause, if you're in the beginning of the path and you're learning about the pause, when we stop trying to stop, when we actually look at and deconstruct all of the stories, all of the crap, all of the narrative that we've told ourselves, and when we take all that away, and when you are met with just you and what really is right for you, your want and your desire, they will come back in line. Because you don't actually really want to be drinking something that makes you throw up. You don't actually really want to be drinking something that makes you have a hangover the whole next day. And so what you're caught up in now is wanting to do something that you don't really want. And it creates all of this internal pain and all of this cognitive dissonance. And so the question was, 
back to the question, like, I'm worried because I was, I was alcohol free for months and it was amazing. And then I picked back up the drinking. And so I'm worried because I don't want to, I don't want to like give any sense of like the program not working or me not, you know, I I don't want to take any hope away from the group. I'm just going to tell you that it wouldn't because we so radically understand that everything is a journey and it's in imagining or feeling like we have to hide what's true for us that we create more blame and more shame. So everything is a journey. Everybody's journey is welcome here. And actually we're not even too worried about your behavior because if you if you engage with the content, if you do the work and, and you really allow most of all grace and compassion for yourself, your behavior is going to take care of itself over time. And it's not a straight road for a lot of people, right? And even for the people that it seems like a really straight road, there were a lot of, of twists and turns and you know confusion before what appeared to be a really straight road. So even for me, like when I stopped drinking, I pretty much just stopped aside from my alcohol experiment. But before that, there were starts and stops and starts and stops for years. And so it's, it doesn't like that, that is not like a metric that we have to stress out about. So just be present, be vulnerable, don't worry. And everybody's on their own journey. You know, comparison is absolutely the thief of joy. So everybody is on their own journey. And that's just a really, really beautiful thing. So. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you're ready to see how the snake and mind can help you on your personal health and wellness journey and want to learn more, go to thisnakedmindpodcast.com to learn what your next best step is. Again, that's thisnakedmindpodcast.com. We have all of our free resources, programs, social links, and more available for you there. Plus, if you have your own naked life story to share, you can submit it there as well. Until next week, stay curious.